Hello, and welcome to Voices at Play, an actual play podcast focused on games by marginalized creators, played by marginalized people. Today, playing with me, we have Algie. Hi, I'm Algie. My pronouns are any and all pronouns. I'll be playing Little Mai, and her pronouns are she, her. You can find me on Twitter at 11 thirds, or on Tumblr at equals 11 thirds, and this is the only project I'm currently involved in. And it's definitely the best project you're involved in, so it's fun. Definitely. <laughs> Megan? Hi, I'm Megan. My pronouns are she, her. I'll be playing Oogie's Boys, so that's Lock, Shock, and Barrel from Nightmare Before Christmas as the Amalgam playbook. And their pronouns are he and her, respectively, but since they're normally all together, they mostly go by they. You can find me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at tabletop underscore Megan. And I'm currently one of the hosts and the editor for Tabletop Potluck, which you can find at tabletoppotluck.com. And if you haven't checked out that show yet, you are seriously missing out. Get on it! And our first ever guest player. Whoa, I'm your first? You are our first, yes. Oh, cool. Carlos, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, uh, kind of ruined the surprise there. My name is Carlos. My pronouns are he, him. I'll be playing Minkus. His pronouns are also he, him. He's kind of like this little nerdy care bear type. You can find me on all social media under Carlos Critz. Currently, I run a show called The Dungeon Rats. It streams and we turn it into a podcast. We add music and sound effects. You can also find me on the D&D channel. I'm on two shows there, Rivals of Waterdeep and Jace Bellerin Must Die. I'm also the content creator for Roll20 as well. <laughs> yeah, just, just throwing that in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Ray. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me behind Voices at on Twitter, the social media account for this show, as well as at Dark Dragons Inn, the Twitter for my podcast, Tales from the Dark Dragons Inn, a high fantasy, improv fiction, audio drama style podcast driven by tabletop roleplay. Today, I'll be your host and game master. We'll be playing Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined by Riley Hopkins of Linksmith Games. Interstitial is a Powered by the Apocalypse tabletop RPG about our connections with other people, the power we draw from those connections, and travelling to different worlds. Instead of building a character from the ground up by picking classes and rolling stats, Powered by the Apocalypse systems have playbooks that represent different stories you want to tell of your characters and all the tropes contained within. In addition, though it's not written explicitly in the rules, it is encouraged to take on the persona of characters you're familiar with from a variety of existing fiction, not unlike Kingdom Hearts, the game which Interstitial is inspired by. With that said, I'd like to take a quick moment for each player to tell us a little bit about the character they're playing and the playbook they've chosen. So, Algy, why don't you tell us a little bit about Little Mai and what playbook you're using? Yeah, Little Mai is a character from the Moomin series franchise originally from the books and most recently from a tv show that came out this year she is small and angry um and for her i have chosen the playbook the knucklehead the description is you refuse to let anyone or anything stand between you and your goals to a fault rush in first and ask questions later which seems 
in character for her. <laughs> Absolutely perfect for her, yeah, for sure. Megan, why don't you tell us a little bit about Oogie's Boys? So, Lock, Shock, and Barrel are the best trick-or-treaters in Halloween Town from Nightmare Before Christmas. They are full of mischief, always bickering, but always there for each other. And that's why they are an amalgam. They really can't exist without the others. So, I'm curious, with them being an amalgam, are they... Are, are you literally a single entity in this? Um, they are not a single entity, but it's very hard for them to ever be apart. Like, I don't think that they really know who they are if they're not with the others. Mm -hmm. And like in the movie, they constantly are going around in a walking clawfoot tub that, you know, transports them so they can all be mm -hmm. snuggled up, basically. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. And Carlos, why don't you tell us about Minkus? Yeah. You know how like Care Bears all have like very specific colors that they all have, like the brown one and the green one and the blue one. Mm -hmm. I feel like he'd be more like plaid. He's a nerdy boy. <laughs> His tummy is probably like those Harry Potter glasses, those like round bifocals kind of. He assumes that like everyone's his friend and he talks to everyone just like they're his friend and that they have his best interests at heart. He is playing the friend character. And I'm 100% positive that the absolute mischief makers that he is traveling with will always have his best interests at heart. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> at all times, right? <laughs> But of course, you've all been traveling together for some time now. So, Algy, what sort of links does Little Mai have with the people that, she, that she's traveling with? Little Mai has a mastery link with Oogie's boys because they are filled with mischief and she is also filled with mischief and wants to learn more mischief. So for he's seeing them as a sort of teacher. She has a dark link with Minkus. I think she might bully him a little bit. Not a lot of bit. A little bit. And not when it's important. Yeah. She thinks that he's, you know, a little too timid and a little too friendly with people he maybe should not be friends with. I'm, I'm curious to see how that plays out. <laughs> Megan, what are the boys like? What are their links? They share that mastery link where they feel like they could maybe get little Mai to maybe someday join the Boogie Boys. And join them in their mischief. And for Minkus, we've got a heart link because it's really the first time that they've been close to someone who's not, you know, out for themselves in a little way and really mischievous. So it kind of reminds them that there's other things out there. Mm -hmm. uh, and Carlos, what is Minkus's links with everybody else? Minkus is friends with everyone, and everyone is friends with Minkus. I think Minkus, when they're a little mischievous towards Minkus, he kind of just takes it as like this unexpected surprise of, you know, bad luck. Like, ugh, what bad luck that we had, guys. I, all those bees attacked me. You know, like that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I kind of see the relationship with Minkus. I'm so sad. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. Without further ado, let's get into it. You're all traveling the way that you do, and I think we, we have an opening scene where you all just step into the portal from whatever mission you've just been on together. It's gone great. You're all feeling fantastic. You're going to step through the portal into the, the next world 
boy, that's that's in need of your assistance. Moments later, you find yourself falling through the air, lasts about half a second before you straight into the thickest, sludgiest mud. It's just everywhere. Um, little Mai is probably buried. Like, did she fall yeah. head first or feet first? Um, probably feet first. <laughs> okay, she's buried up to her nose. Um, like her nose is just sticking out of it, uh, and uh, um, it's just filthy. Uh, looking around you, you can see that there are trees covered in vines. You're looking at a large expanse of really swampy marsh, and just ahead in the distance, it looks like there is a hut. Um, it's hard to tell, make out much detail, but from where you're sitting in this slime, you can see that there are signposts regularly dotted out throughout the surrounding area. Um, and it's weird. There doesn't appear to be words on them in any way. And at the distance that you're at, you can't make out the details, but it seems like all of the signs just have these big green splodges on them. So what do y'all do? You're covered in sludge and slime. And as you find yourself stuck in this swampy, marshy mud, you slowly in the... You you can hear a cacophony. But it's quiet at the moment. But it is heading your way. Um, I'm going to climb... I'm going to try to climb out of the mud, uh, probably onto whatever's nearest for me to sort of stand on. You reach out and there's like um, just a, a, a marsh vine hanging from a tree. You easily can grab onto that and slowly start hoisting yourself out. I'm going to see if I can get up to the top of the tree to see what the cacophony is. Okay. Uh, I think you climb it up easily enough. Like You both watch from the mud as uh, Little Mice scampers up this vine. Go ahead and give me a deep dive to see what you can see. Ooh, deep dive. That's plus heart, right? Uh, it's certainly plus something. Um, yes, roll with heart. Plus heart, yes. I gave myself lots of hearts, so Ooh. that's seven plus two. Oh, that's a nine. Okay, so you get to ask one question from the list hmm. I think... What is the biggest threat here? I don't know. Cacophony sure. might be a yeah. threat. Uh, so as you scamper to the top of this vine, you look out from the top of a tree and you turn towards the direction of the sound. And what you hear is... Uh, and as you narrow your tiny little eyes, you spot what looks like a pig. And he's wearing a trucker hat. And he's running... In this really jaunty, like, hippity-hop kind of run, uh, because he's standing on his hind legs, and he, he's just running like a man with two feet. And you go, and as you're focusing in, you're like, what on earth? You hear the familiar, if not unwelcome sound. It sounds a bit like a smoke bomb dropped at the same time as somebody just bounced a bunch of rubber balls. Is and you see spawn behind the pig uh, at various intervals three odd-looking creatures and it's it's uh, we have a habit in this one of being like they're just heartless but what if people haven't played kingdom hearts what's a heartless look like so um you see three almost jester-like creatures wearing old 
style knight helmets with the big pointy um, front visor uh, and it's popped wide open and there is bright yellow eyes gleaming out of it. They have odd long black arms. This is a full black body um, which ends in curled jester-like shoes and the way they move is just really unthreatening. It's like they dance side to side as they're running after this person. But you know from experience that these are very dangerous to ordinary people. The biggest threat is absolutely the three Heartless that are chasing this pig? Question mark. Okay. Um, I'm going to yell down to my friends that there's Heartless over there. So one of the children of Oogie's boys is going to pick up a wad of the muck and try to throw it at little Mai to knock her towards <laughs> the enemies. Okay. Um, is, is that a specific move you were thinking of, or are you just striking to subdue little Mai? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to kind of do like... What's your goal? What are you aiming for? I'm just trying to help Little Mai get there faster while also covering Little Mai with Swamp Muck. I am already covered in Swamp Muck. Okay, uh, before you do, it just I just remembered, we have to, because at the very beginning of this, uh, you have to roll your fusion dance. Oh, yes, I do. It's the very first thing you have to do. Yes, yeah, so um, my link type with myself right now is going to be mastery because i think that that works for them trying to decide who's the leader kind of between them that sounds more like heart introspection to me well it's more it's it's trying to decide who's the leader between the three parts of the amalgam and it's not that they think that others might be better for it it's that they all think they're the best for it which is why I think it's introspection. Really? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, as you're describing it, it's what it sounds like to me, Nick. Alright, fine, I'll go with heart then. <laughs> okay, so... I don't know how this affects your role at all, I'm not looking at your playbook. It makes it worse, but... <laughs> <laughs> makes it worse, but that's part of the fun. Okay, so I got a 10. Okay, so cool, cool, cool. I'm in perfect sync. What does that do... For this mission, whenever I'm pushing through stress, I can choose what link type it's going to be. So it's, I'm going to have it be mastery. I wonder if that's you can choose, because normally with push through stress, um, you choose at the time. Like the GM chooses at the time. Oh, so it's just I can choose at the time? Yeah, I think that's that's how oh, that ho, reads ho. to me. That makes more sense. That's very, very powerful. That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but cool. Uh so I'm going to say that you throwing mud at Little Mai is your attempt to limit break. You are trying to help <laughs> out your friends or create an opportunity for them. So go give me a roll with light. Well. What's, what's your, your that's bonus? A, that's a six. Okay. Uh, so you scoop up a handful of mud and launch it at Little Mai, and it successfully slams into her back, and she is thrown from the vine clear into the path of the oncoming Heartless, and behind the pig that's just now wailing, oh, help me, help! Does uh, Minkus hear this? 
Oh yeah, absolutely, Minkus. You you have just <laughs> seen this this nonsense go down. Uh, what do you do? Okay, uh, I think if Minkus hears a sound and he didn't, maybe he didn't quite understand because he didn't have that vantage point to see what was happening. Uh, he would assume it was like, you know, all sound is pretty much music, right, guys? So like, Minkus is like, <laughs> yeah, I love this tune, mm. and he's just like sloshing around in the muck. Uh, I picture the scene from Neverending Story where they're like going through that uh, sad swamp. Uh, so as soon as he sees, uh, uh, is it OG? Is it OG's boys or Oogie's? Is it OG? Oogie's boys. Oogie's boys. boys. Yeah. Like <laughs> Oogie's Mr. boys. Mr. Oogie Boogeyman. As soon as he sees uh, Oogie throw uh, the sludge. He's into it, so he it's like almost like a, a Woodstock thing. Like, this is a fun thing to do. Um, but a, a, as soon as he's about to, like, you know, grab some, put some in his hand and, like, toss it up, he sees... Uh, the bipedal pig charge past... Again, just to reframe, you're, you're looking out at this um, swampy marsh directly ahead, several feet in the distance, uh, is a hut, and suddenly entering your field of view is a bipedal pig wearing a trucker hat wobbling side to side running as fast as it can uh wailing help me and you watch little mai just plant face first in the ground in front yeah i want to uh run to little mai now that i see like oh this isn't a game um little mai uh, and uh you know minkus runs up or tries to at least with like the sludge um and try to help little mai up you're running to it but little my you've just been knocked from your vine into the on, uh, path of oncoming heartless what do you do uh well if i landed face first i guess i have to get up right um and i'm going to get up and face the heartless and are they like they're actively chasing this this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. person right they're, they're, right. they're now like uh, the three of them are coming in on a pincer movement sort of thing and they're all just barreling towards you because they're heartless directionless creatures that are just out to cause carnage um great they're, they're trying to hurt something yeah <laughs> if you're in well, the way, that's fine whatever the nearest one is i'm going to bite it <laughs> on the ankle <laughs> or whatever the equivalent is <laughs> yeah um it's it's sort of jangling towards you uh as it rushes i think one of them begins to take the lead slightly the one from the middle and starts running towards you with its arm outstretched claws raised and as it gets close enough for you to bite it um go ahead and give me a strike with intent okay uh... oh that's a 10 nice mm. I, I think it's plus zero, so it's ten. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter either way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Ten is a complete success. So uh, strike within ten on a ten plus, you deal harm and you choose two. So what are the two you choose? I'm going to defend myself from harm and take control of the situation. Perfect. Uh, Minkus, as you come storming out of the main sludge pool, uh, <laughs> you watch as little my charging on her tiny feet launches herself forwards at this heartless as it's swinging down at her and bites down on her ankle um uh, she bites down on its ankle even uh little my what do you how do you take control of this situation um hmm i think i want to try to make the heartless trip so that it falls into its friends 
Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that happens. Um, or at least, yeah. Uh, or, like, stumble backwards into them or something. Uh, you bite down on the ankle of this first heartless, and it stumbles backwards, and as it does so, um, <laughs> you, you, your teeth chomp down on each other as uh, the damage actually poof, just heartless just evaporates. He watches like a glowing heart floats off into the sky and um, the two other heartless um, stumble over themselves and sort of find themselves suddenly stuck in the mud uh, directly in front of you as they uh, stopped paying attention to where they were putting their feet. Good. Uh, Minkus, you've just made your way over to Little Mai, who I think probably after the Heartless in her mouth disappears, falls about half an inch, uh, and then lands carefully on her feet with well-practiced grace. Um, <laughs> there are still two Heartless here, and there is the, the, the pig behind you who is making slowly less progress than he should be, um, largely because of the swarm. Uh, Minkus is just going to be uh, help Little Mai up. Uh, she's like, oh man, that was so messed up. He just like went for it, huh? Oh man, I wish I could do that. I wish I could just go for it, you know? You could if you wanted to. Put someone's leg in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I could, but what if they got hurt? Uh, I'm just gonna gesture at where the heart has uh, floated off into space. Aww. It's just evaporated. <laughs> Uh, you know, they call them the Heartless, but they lose their heart. So that tells me they, they must have had a heart to begin with, right? Huh. This is a real noodle scratcher, guys. The, meanwhile, they're like struggling to get out and destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just looks at Minkus and says, Sure, and turns. I think since the Heartless are stuck, I'm going to turn towards the pig now, because that seems more interesting. You, you turn towards the pig, and he's just fleeing towards the hut as fast as he can. Hey, boys, what you doing? Oogie's boys are in their clawfoot tub, and it's just clomping its way, and they're just trying to sneak up onto this pig and pull him into the tub. Okay, uh, I think with that, it's going to be a strike to subdue. Okay. That's, that's, that seems like what that is right now. Uh-huh. That's, uh, uh-huh. Uh -huh. That's a plus mastery. What do you yep, get yep, a mastery? Yep, yep, yep. That's a that's a fail. That's a six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you um you in your clawed tub. Your clawed tub starts motoring forwards as quickly as it can, whilst trying to also be quiet. And just as you get to the edge of the deepest part that you are currently in, the tub stumbles and the front of it upends and launches all three of you straight towards the pig. Uh, as you go flying through the air and mm, shock yeah. lands at the, at the pig's feet, who then just goes charging past without even batting an eyelid. He's just like, oh no, no, they're coming, they're coming! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? You're all separate. Um, you're, you're all actually, yeah, you, you've been launched from your tub, so you are now all soaked in this mud and shock just turns back and goes you idiots you shouldn't have let him go and the others are oh it's that wasn't me no it wasn't me either it was you no it was you and they're just yelling at each other from a distance <laughs> and they just completely stop for a moment and 
for are completely ignorant of what's happening now. The tub slowly. Do I take a harm? No, 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 no. Not okay. in this instance. Okay. Um, Thank if, you. if you had been trying to go for the heartless, maybe, but no, okay. it's, it's much more <laughs> comedic timing. Um, yes, yeah, so the, the tub is like rooted in the swamp and it's trying to unwedge itself, but I think its front part is just slowly sinking deeper as it struggles. Let's switch back to Little Maya and Minkus. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's happening in this scene? It's the heartless. Um, <laughs> are rooted in place uh you turn to the pig but he flees and you watch as um the boys launch themselves into the swamp uh minkus turns uh to the pig purse it's just a pig on, on nine legs right <laughs> <laughs> it is literally just a pig yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's not a pig person okay yeah i mean it could pigs be are yeah. people too man <laughs> yeah that's true. Uh, I think, you know, after seeing this uh, uh, pig person, uh, Minkus is a little excited. Um, and it's just like, oh, hey, um, you over there. Um, what are pig names? What are, what are, what are, uh, 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 Wilbur. Um, what are, what are, what are, um, Penelope. <laughs> um, um, what, are, what are all the guys? What are some good pig names? Bebop. Um, Bacon. Uh, Bacon, babe. Oh, that'll do, pig. Hey, you, pig. <laughs> yeah, that's good. When uh, who who yells bacon? <laughs> who yelled bacon first? Uh, I think Shock did. Okay. Um, you are yelling uh bacon, and <laughs> the pig halts in its tracks. And spins on the spot, and you, we we get this dramatic like close up of its face as it just the brows furrow and the shadow <laughs> falls over its eyes, and it goes, "Who do you think you are talking to, little piggy?" Oh man! And he starts stomping towards you in the sludge, and now he's towering over you, and you get that dramatic like upshot of just this huge falling shadow. Um, so he goes. I'll have you know, I find this very offensive. Okay. <laughs> um, we we didn't mean anything by that. Um, I mean, we 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 apologize, right, guys? We we totally apologize. Well, it got its attention. I don't apologize. Okay. Yeah, um, we were just trying to help you. I hope the heartless take you all. <laughs> he just turns around and starts running again uh, towards the. This pig is fast. Yes, his little trotters are well designed for um, <laughs> running through swamp mud. <laughs> um, the the at, at that point, I think the tub frees itself finally and trots up behind uh, barrel and um, lock. Presumably, you all sort of hoist yourself in. Um, yeah, they crawl on in. Minkus, uh, little my, what are you guys going to do? Are you? <laughs> Do you just abandon the heartless and pursue this pig? I think Minkus would, yeah. Yeah, they're not chasing. Yeah, they're 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 stuck in the the mud pretty much. So they're not interesting anymore. Yeah, the pig is interesting. They they are no longer they're no longer able to pursue. Um, Minkus feels so bad that he might have offended this new friend. Uh, he has to find them and make it up to him because obviously they're gonna want to be best friends, and this is a story they're gonna tell. You know, they're kids one day, you know, separate kids, but, you know, uh, of how they became best friends the first time they met. Absolutely. Hey, slow down! 
Um, no, leave me alone! Uh, and as you start chasing this pig, you get closer to these signs that previously looked like green blobs. And as you get closer, you see that they're not blobs. They're faces. They're this, this weird like green face with big white eyes and a big red mouth that's all like and the green face has got like these weird almost antenna-like shapes <laughs> coming off the top of its head and it's it, it like no matter which sign you look at they're all just seem to be trying to be really intimidating they're just these scary green faces but the pig completely unfazed runs right past them into the hut um or rather he, he i think he gets to the 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 front of the the hut and he starts bashing on the door oh these boys are just making the faces right back at the signs mm -hmm. uh, oh my definitely is too <laughs> the signs do not respond <laughs> well no but they're fun <laughs> Yeah, I imagine they would be. Um, they're they're very cartoonish. Uh, the drawings are not drawn. The, the the faces are not drawn with a great amount of finesse. They are quite rudimentary in their own way. Um, but there's definitely something here. Is these these signs are s certainly set to serve as a warning? Do you all continue to pursue the pig? What do you, what is your? Uh... Yeah, I don't care about a warning. Yeah, Minkus sees the signs. And he's just like, oh, who wants to, who wants to paint that? I mean, when you can paint a smile or you can paint a sunset and these guys are so upset. I mean, maybe it's. You you continue pursuing and there's just one sign that's just like drawings of people with a big red circle and like a line through it. Oh, look at this. What, what, what do you think that means, guys? I think it means we should go into the hut. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that there's no people over here, but they want people over here. Hey, come back, pig guy! <laughs> oh, Mikus. You just hear... Hey! Help me! Help! Just repeatedly slamming on the door, just... <laughs> let me in! Let me in! Um, <laughs> and you get closer and closer, and uh, eventually the, the pig just slumps to the ground and realizes the threat is is mostly over and is just sitting with his back against the door uh on on a on a porch of some kind and it's like just looking out at you all well i suppose i shall thank you for your help with those things thank you it was our pleasure mm -hmm. what's your name i'm heimlich who are you i am minkus Minkus, that is a good name. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Heimlich. He looks out over your shoulder at the heartless stuck in the mud and... They'll probably just leave. This is fine. <laughs> uh, he glowers at the kids in the tub and he's just like, People used to call me Brother Bacon. I was always ham. Okay, wait. People called you Brother Bacon? You were always ham? <laughs> No, no, my brother, my brother. He was ham, he was bacon, and I was ham. Oh, I'm so sorry. All this feels very weird. Um, yes. Uh, where is your brother now? Oh, well, he is. And he just looks deeply sad. It has this moment of his whole body just flumps. Hey, hey, it's okay, buddy. He's, he is gone. 
It is only Heimlich now. My brothers, their houses were not strong. Oh, not strong like this. So they moved? And he looks and goes, yes, little one. They find a way. Left poor Heimlich alone. Well, that sounds like some bad brothers. That sounds great to me. And he looks at you, my little man, and goes, well, you know, it has its upsides, but... <laughs> he, and then he, he catches himself and is like, oh, it goes back to being very sad. And uh, as he's, he's having this moment of looking very sad, the door opens rapidly with him leaning against it and falls backwards as a long wolfish snout sticks its head out and snarls big yellow gleaming eyes leer out from the darkness followed by a bright pink shower cap. What's going on out here? Who's he use? Oh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, this is a- What's with all the ruckus? This is our friend Heimlich. Um, he was looking for safety and we decided to follow because, you know, Heimlich seemed like a pretty neat guy, right guys? Right. Uh, this is a- Yeah, Heimlich lives here. Who's he use? Why's he his? Um, let me introduce myself. My name is Minkus. I am a Sagittarius. Um, I'm what you call maybe amateur, amateur to pro uh, 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 chef, uh, just in my spare time. I have my own YouTube channel. Check it out. A chef, you say? Um, I mean, we we's hadn't had a good meal around here in a while, but if yous can cook. Anyway, uh, look, kids, just Heimlich, get, get your butt off the floor. Come on, get inside. You'll slide. You'll come in quick. It's not safe out here anymore. Okay. Uh, and the wolf gestures rapidly, like, come on, get inside the... Oh, to us or just Heimlich? Is Heimlich going inside? <laughs> uh, he Heimlich slowly hoists himself up and is like, yeah, I guess. I'm gonna go too. Yeah, big messy tub, walking right in. Uh, Minkus uh, wipes his feet outside on the outside mat, uh, tries mm -hmm. to scrape off as much sludge as possible. Uh, yeah, and as as the tub walks past the wolf, goes, oh, come on! And then he sees Minkus doing that. He's like, see, one of you has at least got some manners. Oh, I mean, they have manners. It's whether or not they choose to use it. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> back when I was a pup, we'd eat them. Y you'd eat them? Yeah, you're not wiping your feet, then we're gonna eat you. Oh. Well, it's a good thing time has changed, and for one thing I know that changes time, it's friendship. Yes, yeah, so we got lots of friends around here. Lots of, well, we used those anyway. Anyway, come on, and give your, yeah. your feet are good enough. Oh, you gotta shut the store. <laughs> oh, I got it. Uh, my sarcastically wipes her feet, sort of like gesturing to the rest of her, which is also covered in mud, head to toe. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you walk in, and to be honest, it wouldn't have made that much of a difference. The whole hut is very run down. Um, it's it's kind of homey in its own way, but it's real messy. Everything is very rustic. The furniture is poorly put together. Most things in here are in fairly poor repair um there are a few photo frames dotted around but they're all turned reversed so the ones that there's essentially photos hanging on the wall but facing the wall so you can't see the pictures in them um and the the wolf uh heads over to the fireplace which is consistently burning and he's got a pot 
boiling with something in it, and he just takes a long ladle and starts stirring. He says, turns to you, Mink, and says, so, yeah, you just can cook, huh? Oh, well, I have been known to <laughs> dabble with the taste buds. Oh, uh, well, maybe you can uh, do something with this. <laughs> uh, if you go over to the pot, you see that it is just filled with indescribably you get there and the stench just overwhelms your senses immediately oh. it is not even remotely pleasant um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. this is what we call a fixer upper yeah you'll uh you, you can fix her up at this well you can have a bed tonight if that's what you need uh <laughs> and i think that just turns away and leaves the cooking to you. Um, oh my god. <laughs> what you're looking at is essentially a cauldron filled with a bubbling green liquid. Uh, occasionally just various bits of things float to the surface and then slowly sink back down. You see an eyeball pass, you see a bone pop up, um, you see a spinach leaf, all of which are equally gross, obviously. Oh dear god. Yeah, so Minkus just starts, like, stirring it, trying to figure out what he was trying to do with this thing. Um, I mean, what did you start off as, like, he's, like, picking up a spoonful, as, like, a base for this? I see some eyeballs and some, is that bone marrow in there? Hmm. Uh, well, we just put, you know, whatever we can find in the pantry. It's, it's, it's thin pickings around here lately. It's, you know, it's, ooh, it's, it's tough. I've never had thin pickings before, but I think no, I can whip it. That's oh, that's that. That means we don't have a lot. It's it's very oh. hard to get things from the city out here now. Ever since the roads have been cordoned off, and it's it's tough. Oh, I thought that would be a cool name for a dish, but I guess you're right. It, it's a way to describe a dish, also. Um, oh, what kind of spices you got here? Uh the green ones. And okay. the wolf gen gestures generally to, like, a shelf. These all seem to be green, and they all seem to be just dry versions of what's inside this cauldron. Yeah, I got I got inventive. I don't know if... You try something new, you know? Yes. Um, okay. Well, if I can get into town, maybe I can get some other spice. Why, why, why is it closed off? Why are the roads closed off to town? The wolf... Looks at you kind of confused and, ah, uh, I mean, you, you just passing through? I, wait, how did you even get here? We just got here. Yeah, but how? We fell. You, so, you, what, you flew? Why don't you understand about fell? So you were flying? No, we fell. I suppose that would avoid the roads. Do you see any wings on me? Um, <laughs> well, no, we don't have any wings. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's just got some magic. Um, well, what, what my colleagues are trying to explain is, um, we come from up there. And he points to the sky or the roof. Yeah. And the both, both Heimlich and the wolf look up at the roof of the inside of the hut and they're like, yours live in trees. Um, yeah, I think they live in trees. I saw one of them. She fell. It's true, they fell. She fell from a vine. It was very scary. <laughs> Let's go with that. We live in trees. <laughs> yeah, if it's scary, I'll take it. Okay, so I guess then if you're not around from, from, from around here, you don't know about the change in regime. Well, let's just say... 
There's never been a, a fun regime, right? Right, guys? I've never heard regime used. And then, like, people were like, oh, yeah, I remember that great regime. Look, it's it's complicated. You know, they, things used to be different. He was a nice guy. But then Charming came along and, well, there was the incident. Everything was different from then. They, he just doesn't want anybody. He doesn't want to see anybody. And that means everybody. And that means no one can go where they need to go to get things. So you just got to make do with what you got. But what about, like, his friends? Surely his he sees his friends. No, he doesn't so much want to see us anymore. Oh. Were you friends with this person? What's their name? And the Heimlich and the wolf look at each other with side eyes, and they're like, they lower their heads and they shuffle. You, how far away is yours from? You're not from far, far away, are you? Um, yeah, I guess we are kind of from far away. From where we started, at least. We've been traveling for a while. Yeah, but you... Okay. <laughs> you Are you from far, far away? Well, I mean, it depends how close close it is. <sighs> far, far away is very far, far away. Yes. Is that where you is from? We're from all over. But I also feel like you're using the word to describe the word, which also could be confusing, but it also could be fun. Okay. Uh, see, what you the, the words you're saying is making me think uses from far, far away. Yeah, yeah, far, far away, very far. But they cannot be from far, far away, because otherwise they would know the king. Yes, you've got a point. See, that's that's what's throwing me. How can they be from far, far away and not know who we're talking about? Maybe we're from farther away than that. And the wolf looks at you with the dead eye and goes, Whoa, that's pretty far. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's the thing you might have seen some uh some pictures out there of uh the green person that's who used to live here in, in this hut his name is shrek and he's uh different in a lot of ways yeah yeah he's he's very well he was very kind he used to let all of our friends live here but then he got mixed up in this royalty business. Yeah, he got married. It happens to the best of us, I guess. And Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, right? You know, look, back when I was a kid, there was a rule. And the rules was uh, friends before lady pups. And Shrek didn't follow those rules. But that was okay because, you know, the broad he, he hooked up with, she was real nice. Oh, yeah, she was a princess. I was getting to that. Anyway, he's became royalty, and it was all well and good, but then there was this hoo-ha about the rightful king and blah blah blah, and blah, he showed up and he ruined everything, and then Shrek got real mad. But then, these heartless things, they started to show up, and things got weird. And then, see, back in the day before he met his princess, he used to not be so friendly to people like us, or anyone, really, even. It's almost like he's... He's gone back to his old ways. He wants everybody out of his swamp. He wants to be left alone. The problem is, is the swamp's not just, you know, and he points out of the door and is like, the few hundred meters that way anymore. It, the swamp is all far, far away. Oh, it wasn't before? So you're saying everything's a swamp now? Well, no, 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 no. Everything is lovely. It's just he does not want anyone to share it with. Oh, 
So what you're telling me is no one's allowed to do anything anywhere here, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, it's it's not it's not quite that simple. Yes, well, it may as well be. Yeah, I guess. Well, I helped take down the park keeper before. I think I can help with this. Hmm. Look, uh, but 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 Shrek is our friend. He's sure he's having a rough time right now, but we need help. Fine. We took down the Santa Claus. So where does this other guy fit in there? That that charming guy. Other guy. Yeah, you said something about a charming guy? Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. There's not much left of him. There's not much left of him? Oh, that's... Don't worry yourself about it, kid. It's, you look like... You look nice. Uh, yeah, we'll save that for another time. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Well, uh, so what does what does Schmeck do that, like, you guys are so scared of? <laughs> I mean, he's our friend. We respect his desire for space. Uh, it's just that, you know, he requires quite a lot of space right now. Yeah, and mostly it's the Heartless. We're not sure why they are everywhere, but far, far away is very dangerous now. Hmm. Okay. And uh, the wolf looks at you all. You all seem like you just want to help. And that's that's real sweet. You're all kids, and I I can't put you in pages. Why don't you all just settle down and have some nice stew? <laughs> he points back over at the cauldron, which is slowly bubbling over, and things are crawling out of it. It does look nice. Settle down and have some stew. Um, little Mai is actually going to head to the door now, because she doesn't want to listen to settle down and have some stew. You're just a kid <laughs> anymore. Uh, she goes to the door and opens it and says... I'm going to be helping. You can have stew if you want. <laughs> but and the wolf reached out as you reached the razor. But but it's 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 far far away. You can't get there safely, not on your own. But what what exactly is the measurement of far far away? I feel like we're we're talking in like very general terms. Which direction is it? It's a lot of directions. Kind of all at once. Away. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, that's why I thought we were going with that one, for sure. Um, huh. You've been listening to Voices at Play. Building a table for everyone. Things aren't over yet, so please join us for the next episode. If you've enjoyed the game we're playing, and it sounds like it might be a good fit for you, please check the links in the show notes and on our website, where you can find a direct route to order a copy for yourself and get playing today. Voices at Play is completely not-for-profit, but it does incur costs. This show is brought directly to you by the generosity and support of listeners like yourself who support us on our Patreon. $1 pledges are the lifeblood that make this project work, so if you're able, please head over to patreon.com forward slash voices at and pledge to join our little community, working to make the tabletop role-playing space a more diverse, vibrant, and inclusive place for all. Until next time... We'll just keep on playing.